0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash bookshow. Then go over to morbidlybeautiful.com as we are now part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcasting Network. Attention all campers. The All-American Spook Show welcomes you to enroll in Camp Spook Show this summer. We have activities for all ages, including archery, canoeing,
1: swimming, and running for your lives. Pandora's Box Don't look at
0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the All-American Spook Show Podcast. I'm Josh, and I'm joined here with Donnie. Hey. And uh, Will and is on vacation, and Professor Smoke is at a concert. So uh, we, we had to uh, make a call to the bullpen, and, and we <laughs> we <laughs> called in one of our good friends, longtime. time uh, Obviously, friend of the show, and uh, th- uh, but this is the first time he's been on. It's the uh, host of the Hero Movie Podcast, Adam Fortress.
2: Hello, gentlemen. Hello, I'm glad that I could uh, sub in here. Uh, I plan to point to the stands. I don't know if I'm ever going to get all the way up to the stands. but We're going to point to the stands, and we're gonna we're gonna try to wallop one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I think yeah, we, we've been wanting to. Uh- been wanting to get you on for uh, uh quite a while
0: yeah for one reason or another i guess it just hasn't or, or uh, it just hasn't worked out um,
1: well if there's if there's any a
2: time where i can come on and start yapping about something or other for a large amount of time you can guarantee that i'll <laughs> be there about something That's what we'll like, get... oh do you have an opinion on things yeah i'll talk about yeah stuff. we just
0: needed a filibuster we needed somebody to, to <laughs> well, fill
2: in for my friend you have come to the right yeah. place
0: <laughs> But yeah, today we're going to be almost, but not quite, finishing up the Camp Spook Show series we've been doing all summer. And we're going to be watching Summer Camp from 2015. Now, uh, if that's confusing to you, because just last week we watched Summer Camp from 1979. But this is a completely different kind of Summer Camp movie this week. So I don't know if this is any better or worse. I guess we'll get into it here shortly and find out. But I have a feeling that things are trending upwards here for this one i suppose that one you didn't adam you didn't get a chance to watch that at all or that or, or have you seen in the past summer camp from 1979
2: no i haven't the, the only the only thing that i can say that you can keep summer to try to keep you know your summer camp decent is you got to do better than like uh the, the big uh, what do you call it uh port potty scene in uh, summer or uh, sleepaway camp 2 yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can get if you can get away like as long as your movie's got at least something of that level in there where there's just like oh people are getting killed and there's a lot of poop around somehow yeah. I think that just makes I it for thought a you were going to summer movie degree
0: I thought you were going to reference uh, the the, the porta potties from Ernest Goes to Camp
2: because well, not this? bad either yeah. this is one of my favorite movies <laughs> oh, of all man. time if you're oh going to tell God. me to pick an Ernest Ernest Goes to Camp is the winner
0: yeah I well I guess I guess. We, we talked a lot about of the it.
2: other ones. Don't get me wrong, but like, I mean, that's like for me, that was like the the OG one right there.
0: Well, that was the mm-hmm. first one, you know. Uh, so, I guess it was kind of all
2: slightly downhill from there, right? But and it, had, <laughs> but it had like it. That movie had so much heart to it and everything. It did. It's just it like did. I'm crying during an earnest movie. What's going yeah.
0: on? <laughs> there was a friend of mine when, when we did that one for Craftster Peace Theater. He was like, uh, he, I, I said something about you know how he sings that song. Gee, I'm glad it's raining. He's like uh he's like yeah i hate i hate it when a, a movie just randomly bursts out in the song but for whatever reason i always gave ernest a pass on that one because <laughs> you start <laughs> choking up Ernest so yeah uh we've we've had varying degrees of uh all types of summer camp movies this summer in camp spook show but uh this will be the last movie that we watch and then next week we're going to have like a special wrap-up episode to kind of uh, put a bow on everything before we move back to the quote-unquote regular scheduled programming. So, Adam, I'm glad you could join us. Uh, th- this should be fun for the next little bit. But before we dive into it, I'll go ahead and throw out the usual information. You can contact us at gmail at gmail.com. We're on all the social networks. Uh, find us also on the Slasher app, uh, which I think is... You, I don't even think they have a website. It's just an app. Yeah, uh, but we're over the. A... Yeah, but we're over there. We have our YouTube page where every Wednesday uh, at 9 p.m. East... We do Deadline Horror News Live where we go over the latest horror deadlines and everything, or horror headlines, I should say, yeah, and other stuff. So you want to miss that? That's on our YouTube channel. We have a T-Public page where you can get logoed merchandise other cool designs. And of course, we have our Patreon, patreon.com slash AA Spook Show, uh, where you get uh, bonus podcasts every month, early access to the episodes, uh, including Crafter Peace Theaters, Spook Show Rewinds, all kinds of cool stuff going on over there. Um, so you don't want to miss any of that, and and there's a link tree link down in the show notes to all of this stuff. Should you know, you should be able to easily find everything there. So, uh, but yeah, before we get into the background information, I'll go and toss to the trailer for Summer Camp. So, um, do you live here?
1: No, I'm around when the kids are around and summer vacations in.
0: In America, there's no way we call this place a camp.
1: Yeah, well, it's pretty common here. That it's cheaper for the parents to send their kids here than to London. It's not what I was expecting. Where are the cabins? Canoes? I thought Spain was supposed to be warm. This little lady's as calm as can be. Aren't you, Carl? Will, seriously, just get out of there, man. Trust me, there's no way Funny anymore calm down and tell me what's going on Do it!
0: All right, so there's the trailer for that. Adam, I guess you're the guest. I'll talk to you first. Have you seen this before?
2: I had not. I'd not been aware of it or anything, and so when, when you brought it up and sent it through, I was just like, okay, uh, like one from 2015, so I wasn't quite sure what I was expecting here. I don't, like I didn't watch the trailer. I had, outside of the name Summer Camp, I knew nothing.
0: Yeah. Well, that's basically where I think we all arrived to it at, too, because like, Donnie, how did we pick this one? This was a, a spin a wheel spin, right? I think we it all nominated was. yeah yeah
1: it was um yeah it was a will spin we did on DHN. Okay. So,
0: uh, yeah so we all just yeah. kind of threw some shit against the wall and this is the one that stuck.
2: Hey listen we do one of those on our Patreon every single month so it's just like yeah, I, I yeah. get it. Yeah. <laughs> well I, <laughs> I think, think that, just like hey I don't know what any of this stuff's going to be. Let's see. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well I nominated this one just ba- just solely based on the <laughs> fact that we had watched Summer Camp last week. So I was like, this will be hilarious if it lands on Summer Camp two weeks in a row. Damn if it didn't. So here we are. Yep, sure uh, so I knew I'd never seen it before. And I haven't watched the trailer. So I, I knew nothing other than it was called Summer Camp. So I was like, well, that's good enough for me.
2: <laughs> there's summer and there's camp. I believe that yeah. it qualifies as a summer camp movie.
1: Donnie, you hadn't seen it before either, right? No, no. I, I went in completely cold. Yeah. yeah, I didn't watch the trailer either. and uh, I don't think it would have mattered if I did. You know, yeah. I mean, you mean the end result,
0: the, the, your feelings yeah, on it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, you like to be as you like to have your, uh, you know, your palate as cleansed as possible. Yeah. That's the way I try to approach most of this stuff, unless it's something obviously that I've seen, you know, years ago yeah. and just kind of forgot about it. But, yeah.
1: Um, and
2: I, I honestly, I mean, I think that with, with this weekend and like the uh, premiere of Nope and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of people have an idea, or at least looking at like Jordan Peele's last couple films, what they believed Nope was going to be. And I think when people went and saw the movie that was there, they were like, mm, that wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Cause so trailers can certainly work uh, for you and against you in yeah. other cases as well.
0: Yeah. That one, I haven't seen it, but you know, I-, I had a feeling that like they weren't really showing you anything there. So if nothing, it's more of a class on how to do it right. Like, here's here's parts of the movie, but you don't really you can't really put any of it together to make any kind of sense as to what you're about to see, you know,
2: yeah, it's like you- you got good ideas based upon a, a couple of things, but you probably didn't not really, really know, f- yeah, yeah, exactly,
0: and that's the way I kind of like you know if I'm gonna watch trailer, especially if it's something I really anticipate, you know we've talked about that before, where like I try to avoid mm. it as much as possible, you know some of it you can't, like you're gonna see shit on t v you know you're bound to go to a movie and there there's the trailer whether you wanted to see it or not, kind of thing sometimes you know, but yeah. On the ones I really know, like, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for this. I don't want to see anything. I try to avoid it as much as I possibly can. But this one, you know, obviously this wasn't one where, like, uh, I didn't even really know it existed kind of thing. You know? yeah, so it, was, it wasn't like something I, I would have tracked down years ago and then just not, you know, hadn't got back around to it. I didn't even know about it. But yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and uh, go into some of the background information before we have our little discussion about it. Uh, it was released August 30th, 2015 at Film 4 Fright Fest. And... Th- and then March 18th 2016 it w- had a limited release uh and this was uh let's see it was produced by Callistaul Pictures Somnium Films Filmax Group Pantalion is that how you say that Pantal Pantol- uh, we're going to go with that Pantoli- Joe
2: Pantaleano <laughs> he's been an actor <laughs> for like 25 <laughs> years I don't know why you can't get his name right at this Pan- point he's Pantaloon kind of an
0: Pantaloon America. Films Rebellion Terrestre, Terrestre Jesus Christ with participation of the Saffron Company, and it was distributed oh. by Pentaline Films. There's an alternate title for this movie. In Germany, it was just called Camp. So they <laughs> they just simplified it. We do not believe that you have to have a particular season with which to go to camp. You can go wherever you feel. Now, you know, if you think camp. about it, just go to camp. it's probably more of an appropriate title, because, like, is this movie even, a, like, is this a summer camp? Because they aren't they wearing that coats? And it's kind and shit of like summer,
2: that? but at the same time too, they're like, "Oh, we're wearing a whole bunch of uh, clothes because it's cold." And yeah, I'm like, like, "You're in the same hemisphere. How do you? How does this work?"
0: <laughs> but then, you know, not to. Uh, by the way, before we go any further, we are a spoiler filled podcast, so we're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. So anything we say or do from this point forward, you were warned.
2: Uh, but we you can't be held against this in the court of law. <laughs> yeah. so you, you heard it right there.
0: But we always encourage you to, you know, if you want to watch it before we go into it, go ahead and p- hit pause, go find it, go track it down. I think it was free on Tubi and a couple other places, and then come back uh, and listen to the rest of the show. But when when all the kids finally arrive towards the end, and then the, the first thing they want to do is go straight for the water. Like, I'm just thinking <laughs> about, about that with the summer camp, right? They're all wearing, like, thick coats and pants and shit, but yet straight to the water fountains, kids.
2: Things <laughs> um, crazy with, those, with, the, with the fountains and everything, I, I, I would guess, from this. That's I don't know much about culture, but I, I know this: kids love some fountains in, in Spain. Yeah,
0: well, I guess so. Um, the country of origin of this film is Spain slash Mexico. So I I think that's. I know they filmed it there. I guess maybe it was in in conjunction with uh, Mexico. I'm not you know exactly sure if they shot some in Spain, some in Mexico, whatever. Um,
2: but it's, the white people are the producers, and they said, uh, "Oh, uh, Spain, Mexico—it's all Spanish. So yeah. just put both of them in there to be sure. <laughs> yeah,
0: just just to double check. It's a know. yeah, it's a Spanish movie. It's it's kind of weird in that way. It's a Spanish movie that is shot in English, and there's clearly some dubbing going on, right? Like maybe not necessarily like the the, the person that you see talking is they're speaking English, but I think they dubbed over some of the. Some of the audio looked a little off to me. Was I wrong no.
2: there? No. This and there's there's so many there's copious ADR point outs in this movie that w- that you that they clearly went through and they were like, oh, people don't understand this. We got to start you know throwing down some uh, some ADR VO and other things here and things that when characters quite aren't on screen, you can hear them talking about things specifically very plot oriented things. And then that's how they kind of, they, they certainly got through that, a lot of that in post going, oh, people don't understand this. Let's, uh let's jockey some stuff around and yeah. <laughs> try to make it so they can understand what's going on here.
0: Yeah, it, it, it was definitely, definitely a little, it's not, not so off putting like that. You can't just, you know, blow past it and enjoy it for what it is, but it was definitely kind of caught me a couple of times, especially earlier in the movie. I'm thinking it was that dude that, uh, that bit it pretty early on Antonio, I th- I'm thinking it was him that was just seemed a little off to me.
2: Um, well, the, he seemed a little off because he's kind of like he he looks like Uncle Rico in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's the Spanish Uncle Rico.
2: Spanish Uncle Rico's yeah. over here, and uh, I I kind of I'm surprised that he went as fast as he did. Yeah, yeah, but he, he seemed to be kind of like the the they were the, setting it up the for guy.
0: Him, yeah, setting it up for him to be like the at least the like the pervy jerk that's gonna have a, a bigger end than he did, you know. Yeah, yeah it's was, like
2: two seconds in. He <laughs> yeah. just goes like, "Okay, well, I guess I'm dead now." Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he was the most yeah. entertaining part of the part of the movie. At yeah. least I don't know, felt like it.
0: And then you didn't. Well, you know, once again, we'll get into it. But you didn't even see it happen, right? If I if I remember correctly, I don't think you yeah. saw it happen on screen, did you? You
2: just heard some just, sc- just barely off. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But anyways, it was directed by Alberto Marini, who I guess let's see, <laughs> best be known for some, probably a lot of movies you haven't heard. But, although he was a, a producer on Rec, R E C. Record, yeah. whatever. But he was uh, a writer on Mientras awareness Retribution, La Unidad. He's got 20 writing credits over on IMDb, uh, but he's only got three directing credits. And this is really it, because the other two were uh, short films that he did prior to this. So this is really the only film that he's directed. Mm. I mean, considering that, I thought, you know, quality-wise, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's fine. You know, for someone's directorial debut and the only movie... Feature-length film they've ever directed, you know. It is what it is. It, writing credits, it's uh, Marini and Danielle Schliff. Let's see. She would best be known for Wreck 3, Genesis. She was an additional crew on that one. A writer of Mediterranean, never heard of it, The Law of the Sea. <laughs> Producer on <laughs> 10,000 KM and editorial department on Extinction. She has 16 producing credits, 3 writing credits, and uh, actually, one directing credit, Alondro Historia de una transsexual TV. Oh, movie. yeah. <laughs> I see, that See? I you would have known her from cool. that. If I'd have said that from the beginning, you would have been better mm-hmm. off. But uh, that's that was a TV miniseries documentary back in 2006. So, yeah, that's her. Um, but the cast, really, I mean, like, we don't have to go down through the whole list because there's really only about four you need to mention. Diego Bonita, as well. He would best be known for Luis Miguel, the series. <laughs> that's another one of your favorites, Donnie. Yeah. He played Diego Ramos in Terminator Dark Fate. You know, I still have not seen that fucking movie. And I love the Terminator I movies. I love the Terminator
2: movies. I've just, I have just have not sat down and watched that damn movie yet. After Salvation, it's like, why do you care? I don't think you do. I don't. Yeah. yeah.
0: You're not wrong. He was also in Rock of Ages and Scream Queens, that uh, series that was on Fox back in 2015. So around this time period. Um, he's got 40 acting credits over on IMDb. So those would probably be the things you'd most know him for. Jocelyn Donahue as Christy. Uh, she was in Doctor Sleep, which uh, I don't have the list in front of me. Donnie, what episode was that? That, that was um, episode thirty something something. That was a couple years ago that we did that because yeah, we did me, kind of uh, a.
1: Let me check real quick.
0: Yeah, we did kind of a double feature there uh, when we when we talked about that because we talked about we talked about The Shining first.
1: Doctor Sleep was episode
0: thirty four. Yeah, there you go. I knew it was in the thirties because it was like summer of uh, twenty nineteen. I want to say when we did that, maybe. It was 20. No, it was 2020. That was after, like, yeah, yeah. It's back in the summer of 2020 when we did that. So, yeah, if you want to go back and find that, that's that. But she was in that, uh, The House of the Devil, uh, The Affair. I guess that's a, I think that's a series on Showtime. uh, Insidious Chapter 2. So she is known for a lot of uh, horror type stuff. She's got 42 acting credits over on IMDb. She's probably one of the more familiar faces in this movie because there's not a lot of them. Uh, Myera Walsh, as Michelle, she was best known for the TNT series, The Last Ship. Adam, I know that's one of your favorites.
2: Oh, uh, uh, I, you know, I bought a DVR specifically for that show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I could keep it in the
2: highest quality of all times. Yeah, you know, listen, MPEG-4, you get in there, it's beautiful. Yep. yep. Crispy. Uh,
0: she was in the series Switched at Birth. Uh, she was in Zombieland, the series. I didn't even know they made a series of that. What the fuck? Yeah, it uh, was it, it was, was so
2: remarkable. Everyone everyone talks about it to this very okay. day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the CW show, The Vampire Diaries. The Vampire Diaries. She was in that. Uh, Forty one acting credits over on IMDb. And uh, the last one we'll mention here is Andres Villancaso. That was the guy that played Antonio. He is Spanish. So maybe that's that, that must have been the dude, or uh, you know, the reason there with the dubbing or whatever. Like his his accent must have been a little too
2: thick, so they they must have dubbed in some audio there. You're like, people won't buy this. Yeah. <laughs> you won't buy this Spanish yeah. accent in Spain. Yeah, well, uh-uh. he,
1: he had an
0: accent and everything. And for, like, for what, for for all I know, it, it is him talking, but it just seemed off. He would best be known for 100 Meters, uh, The End, Velvet Collection. I don't know. What the fuck? I don't know. It looks like a series, I guess, in Spain. And then uh, something on Netflix called EDHA E-D-H-A. I haven't heard of that either, but that was from 2018. Mm-hmm. So 19 acting credits over on IMDb. Really? I guess there really wasn't too many else you really needed to mention there, right? Cause most of them were yeah, just kind of so throwaway much. characters. That's your main cast there. So as we, as we've been doing here lately, I'll just go over to IMDB and I'll read a plot summary, you know, whether it's posted by someone else or by them, whatever. And right, I've got, well, I got a, about four different ones here. So maybe this will explain the movie well enough. So we don't have to go too, too deep into the deep, deep plot here we've got going. The first one is, Four American counselors at a European summer camp must deal with the outbreak of a rage-inducing plague that starts in the animals. That pretty well sums it up, really. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah, nice. yeah. Uh The next one, Four young Americans travel to Europe to work as counselors for a summer camp there. Before the kids arrive, a rage-inducing demonic disease spread rapidly from animal to person, resulting in the counselors desperately trying to escape the illness. The camps in the wilderness... And with the phone service, not any cars, they're desperate to to stay alive and get help. That's just weirdly.
1: That's worded. just yeah. That's one of them. Uh, I Google.
0: speak English as my first language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of them Google
1: Translate. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, this one: When young Americans arrive to work as summer camp counselors in Spain's wilderness, they get more than they bargained for—much more. A waterborne fungal disease. <laughs> <laughs> Much
2: more. Much more. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no here's the thing you think you think that there's a no 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 it's way worse than that did that sound bad (laughs) fuck off much more no 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 this is this is horrible you're gonna be angry yeah
0: (laughs) these next two sentences are gonna piss you off a waterborne fungal disease turns them into savage killers and being in the wilderness they're unable to contact anyone to make matters even worse They're being watched. I don't know how that makes it any worse. To make matters uh. worse. There's
2: no cable.
0: (laughs) There wasn't a McDonald's nearby. All right, and this one... The walking distance score
2: is a three.
0: (laughs) This one was uh, uh, put on by Nick Reganis. Against the backdrop of the unaccountable disappearance of three young Americans a quartet of camp counselors arrive at the remote El Bujo summer camp in northern Spain to give English classes to local children. However, as the instructors prepare for the eventful season ahead, a horrible incident becomes the harbinger of violence, and suddenly one of them snaps. As a result, a highly transmittable, frenzy-inducing virus begins to take hold, and no one is safe from harm. But when murderous delirium prevails over logic... The chances for survival are zero. Will the nightmare ever end? I don't know. We'll find out.
2: The movie's 90 minutes long, so I'd say it doesn't yeah.
0: <laughs> It wraps up pretty quick, to be oh, honest okay. with you. So apparently
1: uh, El Bujo... <laughs> went, you watch uh, your language. This is yeah, a family yeah. show. Uh, translates into the owl.
2: Okay, that um, makes sense, but with the little owl that you saw there on the, yeah, in the uh, sign yeah. and whatnot.
1: Plus so, okay. they would... Uh, uh, when the When the kids came in, they were I guess they were saying owl or something. El Bujo!
0: el <laughs> Bujo! I don't remember that. I guess I was too wrapped up in them. Like, no, get away from the water. By the way, I, I, I don't think I mentioned this, this is rated R. Uh, total runtime is one hour and twenty-one minutes. So yeah, like I said, it, it uh, the danger wraps up pretty quickly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yet
2: at the same time, like um, this this probably could have lost fifteen minutes at least. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I say that about yeah. almost everything we watch, though. Yeah, you chop about fifteen minutes off of it; it's perfect. You know,
2: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like you're not the, wrong. It's not bad. Like the 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 overall idea of the movie itself and the execution of it, I was really quite surprised. Because to be honest, when it, when you're like, okay, it's 2015, and then like right away you find out, okay, we've shot this in Spain, so you have a good idea of what's going on. The quality of artists that you have going on there—not to just you know dismiss those guys outright or anything—but you just like if you're aware of that kind of thing, you know, you you know what you're kind of getting getting into here. And I was surprised at how decent everything was, especially uh, from like a cinematography standpoint. That's where a lot of these things can fall apart if you're not careful. uh, Is you can have a really cheap production that is marred by really cheap, crappy cinematography. And this one, you know, I I say it all the time, it's just got to look like a proper movie, and this one does. That's one thing that I've been surprised with a lot of these... uh horror films that have been shot in Spain and stuff like that over the last couple of years, is that the quality of product that they get out of it is a lot more impressive than one would expect. And you realize the reason that they're going to Spain at this point, because if you can get somebody who's going to shoot this as well as this is shot for the money that it's shot on, I, I my guess is this would probably cost two to three times as much uh, in America to get the same amount of quality that you get here in
0: Spain. Yeah. Uh... To that point, it was uh, the cinematographer on this one was Pablo Rosso, and uh, he would best be known for one we mentioned earlier, Men I Trust duermis, wreck, uh, wreck three, Genesis, Cold Winter Sun. Uh, so he's got forty three cinematography credits. So yeah, I mean, I th-
2: yeah. And uh, and I those wreck movies, on. like they're 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 highly stylized. You had a lot of setups and stuff on that. You've got to hide a lot of things, fancy and everything. So to me, that's somebody. That if they were like, oh, the, the, you know, the rec cinematographer is going to do this, I'd be like, you're not even going to have a, a slight amount of a problem on this thing because you're, you are ready. You just are ahead of the game because you've got so much more complicated stuff to do than what is needed in this particular film. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I guess it's kind of time for our little roundtable discussion here. Uh, Donnie, you want to, you want to kick us off with anything in particular that uh,
1: caught your eye? I guess kind of the first thing that I noticed was, you know, the, the peeper. Uh, Watching from the woods. Yeah. the uh, You know, but, you know, there's also, like, the w- the way that this kind of kicks off uh, is there's <laughs> not really much of a hook. You know, I mean, I guess if you see, you know, you're blindfolded running around in the woods. I don't know. It's just, and then, like, how it starts, I guess, uh, probably the first, you know, 10, 15 minutes. It's just, it's everything you've seen before, like, a thousand times. Yeah. And it's just, it's not really... Yeah, if, I was I, I was bored within the first. It didn't
0: you know, hook, it didn't hook me in until the the big burly dude just pissed on the truck for no reason. That's <laughs> yeah. when I'm like, what's going on here? Hmm? <laughs> They're on drugs.
2: Don't I, worry. I, I, like, I was just like, what kind of <laughs> what what kind of camp do you have where you have ne'er-do-wells just kind of hanging out, you know, hyped just, out on drugs, peeing on cars and whatnot? And yeah, you're just like, this you, is an acceptable. And you don't really do anything. Drink?
0: Yeah, you don't really do anything about it. You're just yeah, they just they just hang out over there.
2: Man, it's just that kind of time. You just let him go. Mm-hmm. I like hurt nobody.
0: I like, I like when it happens. The you know the character Christy. She's like, "Do people do that kind of thing here?" Like well, as the dudes pissing <laughs> on the front of the truck. Like, what the fuck? Where where would you think this is uh, acceptable?
2: These local customs are really strange. Peeing <laughs> on cars that you see in the middle of the road.
0: <laughs> Spain is crazy. <laughs> they do things a little bit differently <laughs> over
2: here. <laughs> We drive on the left side of the road. Oh,
0: and we pee on cars. And, and really, like I'd say, for a better part of the movie, they kind of played up like there is some type of uh, maybe there is some type of spiritual uh, or not spiritual, but maybe supernatural aspect of this. This whole thing that mm-hmm. starts to happen, you know, where these these animals and the people are kind of going rabid, right? You know, like yeah. for ba- yeah, for they played a, it a lot
2: like the thing for sure.
0: Yeah, until you eventually come to the conclusion that that's not what it is. It's not. It's not supernatural. It's just fucking super shrooms or something,
2: you know. <laughs> but that's 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 the Spanish suplex that you get. You think that like, oh, I'm going this way and bah pow, pow you've yeah. been uh, you've been bamboozled. Yeah. So I, like, m-
0: for most of the movie, that I'm sitting there like, well, maybe they're on like an old Indian burial ground or some shit. You know, I don't know, like you know, something <laughs> like that, right? You know, and then oh, okay, no, it's not that. But even that never really made any sense. Like, so these are like like scientist hippies. Like, what the hell are these people? You know, they (laughs) they they go out there just to make new, different kinds of shrooms, and then they needed water, so they plant them near the well, and then I guess it poisoned the well, right, and gets into the water, and that's what it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't uh... (laughs) know.
0: Was that the desired intent? (laughs) You mean were they trying to do it on purpose? That's that's the other thing, right? Like, I don't think so. The way they kind of played it.
2: Well, I don't know. They've got the they've got the kind of uh shroom meth lab if you will, uh towards the end and stuff, which makes me think that like they were specifically doing it or like maybe that's like the summer camps like off-season job is uh yeah. growing and selling shrooms yeah. that make people uh yeah. Well, maybe maybe the intent wasn't for them to uh go berserk on everybody, but uh that's what
0: happened. And the and Eventually,
2: like I said, this
0: whatever this is the the shrooms, the chemicals, whatever it is gets in the water, and it's and it affects people. But remember when they first arrive, like there is no water, and they have to turn the water on. That's what starts the whole yeah. thing, right? So that kind of leads you to believe that this might have already happened there before, or at least on some small level, they had cut the water right because this had happened.
2: No. Yeah, I feel it, like they could have like leaned into that a little bit further, just kind of you know. Oh, this has been going on all along, kind of thing, or something. No, they
1: explained that though. They said uh, uh, it's often, often. Yeah, I believe open. I believe it's uh, during the RV scene at the, uh, or like near the RV, uh, right around the RV scene at the end, uh, where I don't, I don't want to call them homeless. I don't know, what the fuck do you call <laughs> the, them? The, the vagrants. The, the vagrants. All right, yeah. Vagrant so you the, yeah, the vagrant kid who's uh, yeah, yeah, know, the, uh, the one that
0: was like still normal in, uh, in yeah. the RV. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah so uh um, his um, he had mentioned that you know when the the water supply was uh, when the water pipe broke or something, and then he he had explained that, and it seemed that you know this was the first time that had happened. It didn't seem like this was an ongoing thing that they just started doing.
2: I'd hope <laughs> not. It seems like a, a bad way to get kids to keep coming back to a summer <laughs> yeah. camp what with a zombie face eating and whatnot.
0: Well, they didn't give a shit. The kids, you know, they show up, El yeah. Bujo, uh, El Bujo, and then just jump <laughs> around <in> the... and <laughs> hook up the slip and slide. The
2: kids are ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> Who cares if they'll make them eat each other's faces off? That's fine. It's all part of the experience. same for refreshment. Refreshment. For your enjoyment, there's hot, fresh popcorn,
0: tempting, delicious hot dogs, and so many kinds of ice cream. And, of course... Sparkling, delicious, ice cold Coca Cola for
2: everybody at the refreshment counter now.
0: So uh, the 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 guy you know that's basically kind of the leader of the camp, Antonio, he goes rabid, and then Will kills him. uh, Basically, like I said, off screen, and then um, they they kind of it's almost like at that point they kind of trade back and forth. What about the aspect too that like they're they're fucking crazy and rabid and everything, and then it just wears off,
2: like. This is what I think really separated this movie and kind of made me raise an eyebrow and go, oh, this is a little bit more clever than I had originally anticipated this show being. Uh, because while we've seen things like rage viruses and all that other kind of stuff and things are catching and there's you know any any strong number of metaphors that you can throw in. 20, 28 uh, Days Later of kind of came to mind to yeah, me. You know, yeah, all similar. of that kind of stuff is there. But I like the idea that this stuff goes away and that it you can kind of almost, you know, just just wait it out a little bit and then it'll be fine. And as long as, you know, uh, other people have, you know, the same sort of confliction and everything. So like the idea. Okay. Think back, we've seen so many zombie movies and television shows and all this fun stuff where they're like, oh, we need to be, you know, we need to be like the zombies so we can, you know, integrate within the zombies and they don't get us and they think we're one of them. So, they, you know, you cover yourself in muck and do all of these things and, and whatnot. This is almost kind of in that same sort of way, like towards the end, which I thought was a really cool idea, which was, hey, let's take these uh, mushrooms, pills, whatever the heck it was, and... That will be the thing then that will save us from the people that have this infected disease that are coming after us. Because if we are one like them, they'll leave us alone. But if we can stay here and not, you know, kind of keep it together a little bit just long enough, then it can wear off and we can, you know, live to see another day. Mm-hmm. But are you able to go through and, you know, just wade that system out? Or will you become, you know, one of those? You know, face eating entities that everyone else is. I thought that was a really neat, neat thing that I was not expecting, and to have it be able to come on and off at will and have all have a chance for all the cast members to be an infected person because usually it's like, oh, you've got one and you've got to save, you know, your final girl for the end here and everything. But no, every single member of the crew at, at another point, you know, in the movie becomes an infected person and mm-hmm. then wears off. And I thought that was a really interesting idea that I was not expecting this movie to go in.
0: And they don't really live for any any particular reason to do something. You know, Usually it's like, well, a zombie becomes a zombie and then they just live to, well, eat, but infect something else, right? At least, right? Like, mm-hmm. But these, they're not... If they went over and like, ha, ha, ah, they're all crazy and they bit you, like, you're still okay. You know, like, that's different yeah. in that way. Usually most of these is like, well, you get bit. Oh fuck! Here we go. You know you're going to turn into one. Whatever, that's completely different. Um, I guess really, what's their mo- what's their motivate what's what is, the, what is the what do they hope to achieve when they're in this state? You know what I mean? Like, what were they trying to do? These I think
2: there's like a bath salts thing where you just go ape and you just want to rip somebody <laughs> up and like whatever's in front of you. But like if whatever's in front of you also looks like you, then maybe n- not so much. Maybe you don't want to do it as as
1: much, I guess. Yeah, there is a uh, there's a point to where, uh, and it's right. It's I don't know I don't know as far as specifically where it is, but uh, uh, there's a point where uh, Christy is you know rabid uh, at one point and. um and she's, she's going after Will, and then uh, there's Michelle, is in, like, they put her in, t- you know, tucked her in a closet somewhere, mm-hmm. and for some reason, you hear a, like, why would you hear a drill? But, uh, <laughs> you know, if you're outside, you wouldn't hear a drill inside. Nah. Anyway, um, yeah, no. Anyway. Yeah, but what is that person? noise? Yeah, she stops chasing Will and then turns around and yeah. goes. I guess to l- to let her out. I have no idea.
2: <laughs> yeah, the drill. I trust no one in these situations, and everybody just just you know, it's that kill him and let God sort him out kind of thing. You're yeah, like, nah, like everybody's
1: was, bad. She was rabid and she had him basically right there, and then she decided to no, I'm going to go let yeah. you know Michelle out for some reason. I yeah, and know.
0: I think it's when Michelle becomes rabid that, like, they locked her in the room, right? And then that's where the drill is, when she's in yep. that room with the drill. And then Will comes back along, even though she's not Rabbit anymore, and she just attacks him with the fucking drill, and then it gets stuck in his foot. That's probably one of the... I mean, there's a lot of gruesome little scenes and stuff throughout the movie, but that's probably one of the more, like, oh,
2: fuck, you know? <laughs> oh, okay, and, and at the same time, too, now... It's also I, stupid. I'll, I'll praise a lot of things with this movie, and, like, and by and large, the acting is pretty good. There are moments, and that's specifically one of them, there, where I was just like, "Okay, <laughs> you have a you have a <laughs> drill in your foot. I feel like you should be a little bit more uh, peeved than you are right now because if if there if the drill was in the bottom of my foot and the and the body of the drill yeah. itself was was going yeah, she around, she was let in go of it and it's just spinning around. Foot, yeah. I think I'd be a little bit more than like, "Ow, this hurts super <laughs> bad. Ow, take it out, take it out. <laughs> oh, it's no good." And then kind of like. God bless him. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of uh, a lot of adrenaline rolling here because he just starts walking around and doing all the stuff that you like he's got a little bit of a limp <laughs> yeah. and I'm like bro a, v- a drill has just gone through your foot for a good 45 seconds <laughs> yeah before she pulls it, it out <laughs> bro no you are not just walking around with the rest of the, I mean I guess the will to survive I guess is very very powerful yeah yeah <laughs>
0: speaking of the will to survive when uh, Michelle has the phone she takes will or will gives her her phone before he turns rabid. And then she runs off and has to make a phone call or whatever. And then like, uh, the thing, she just throws it over and that lands right next to Christie. And then the thing starts, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but really that, that, yeah. that kind of leads you to to one question though, that I, that I had wrote down that is probably a good point to, you know, to bring it up. What the hell is with the mysterious Michelle subplot where she has to make this phone call? Like that yeah, went like nowhere. Like, what some... the fuck was yeah. that? She has some
1: sort of drama,
0: uh, obviously. Uh, but know, it's no. Uh, yeah, but she eventually makes a call and it's like, "Her, mo- you hear her mom right on the phone, like, yeah. how dare you call me?'" Her and, mom's a real bitch.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> like I <laughs>
0: am. You, you like, put that you together know, pretty
2: quick. I don't care how bad your relationship is with your family, but like, you really start off with just like the. <laughs> ring ring hi mom like you haven't heard from me in months and you're like you piece of garbage i'm like whoa whoa, (laughs) that's a great way to make sure that she keeps coming back to talk to you about things
0: and that's all (laughs) and that's all fine and good but at least let us the viewer understand why she's pissed right like what happened like it just seemed that there was something there that they might have wanted to do and then they just somewhere along the line they cut it out and said fuck it
2: i think part of it though honestly was really just to get the uh, the plot for the phone out of the way. It's so all you, you mean. It, it's
0: you, all setting up just for that scene where she throws the phone over to Christy and then it rings, and oh, you know, and then will. Well, comes. yeah,
2: and and that the fact that because because we're living in 2015 here. Uh, oh, you mean you the, would, the you pesky the start phone asking thing, yourself yeah. the cell phone question quite a lot with this particular thing, and so the fact that they get ahead of uh, ahead of the ball on that one early on and be like, listen, there's no cell stuff up here. That's going to be a really hard thing for us to. You know, do at any particular point. Yeah. So you have that, you you have that ace up your sleeve to go, well, we can't make any phone calls because uh, we've got no reception. Yeah, you're out in the country. Of other yeah. And of course, you know, at some particular point, then you're going to have, you know, one bar come up and all of a sudden you can make that final, you know, phone call there and everything. And like maybe it'll go in and out a little bit. It's the drama that you just add in there for sure.
0: That, that makes, that makes total sense. It does. And I, and I get it. It still doesn't understand why there was no explanation as to what that was about. Cause like, oh, it's
2: not it, it's not executed well, but that no, was their plan. No.
0: <laughs> it, it seems like there was something there. like you know, Because they make such a big deal out of Michelle at the beginning. Like, I need a phone. I need a phone. I need a phone. I need a mm-hmm. phone. And then they're just basically ignoring her. She finally gets a phone. She makes her phone call. Her mom's a piece of shit. Uh, like, she, why did you want to make
2: this phone call? She doesn't even like you, yeah, right?
0: And then she just fuck it and then throws the phone over, you know, and... Yeah, it, it just didn't seem to go anywhere, and I, I didn't know no. if uh, anyone else had any thoughts on where that was supposed to go,
2: you know? <laughs> I still feel yeah. like they should be bringing in that Nokia ring to any of these movies whenever <laughs> the phone rings. <laughs> All of those, they should always be that. I don't know why, but they should. No one yeah. has that phone ring I'd, anymore, because no one has Nokia. This was some it other should.
0: cheap-ass phone uh, ringtone, wasn't it? I don't think it was that it's one, a- right? Somebody well, from Spain. I was close enough.
2: <laughs> it's it's the
0: Spanish equivalent to the Nokia.
2: <laughs> the Spanish Marimba heard. is a lot different than the American one. <laughs> I, I also love,
0: too, that Will still needs his glasses when he's rabid.
2: <laughs> I kind of... Listen, I like that. I thought that end kind of thing... In, I, I almost wish we could have kind of uh, maybe explored that a little bit earlier. Just like him going... Like having that first-person view kind of there at the end with everything. Like... Blurry-eyed zombie, you know, stuff. Like, you never think about that. Like, yeah, yeah somebody's going to lose their, their glasses and not it be will. able to see, <laughs> you know, a whole bunch. And luckily, me, I can go around without my glasses and, like, it's not it's not that blurry by any mm. stretch of the imagination. I can drive if I have to. Yeah, it's yeah, probably same just here. not very advisable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> same here. It also, so, it it also it doesn't but, necessarily... Doesn't I like that idea, though. You it also like, doesn't necessarily know, directly jive with... The dude took a drill bit to the foot, but when he's rabid, he's running around without a limp. So you know,
2: <laughs> it's 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 a really rageful rage virus. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. You Super get really ragey, and uh, you can yeah. um you can smash through a whole bunch. Yeah. I would imagine. You could, yeah.
1: He just keeps getting fucked up.
2: Oh yeah, dude. He gets he gets rolled up in this movie. Like he
0: just gets yeah. the shit beat all out of him. Like he gets, he gets throughout beat the entire in the titty. thing. Like even before the shit breaks down, he's he's taking some hits. Like, he's fucking around with that dog that like, has the white eyes and starts bleeding out of the mouth and shit. <laughs>
2: yeah. What, what a great thing where, uh, you know, some some great um, ADR lines and stuff where he just goes like, oh, I'll check out the dog, and then going like, oh, what, what are you doing? I, I I'm practically a vet, so uh, yeah. <laughs> I can I, I can look at dogs because uh, what what does practically a vet mean? Yeah, you you have a couple of dogs. Like I I've got a dog. I've had many dogs. It, it, does does that make me qualify as as, as partial vet? Yes, yeah, technically I you're feed a them vet every day, bro.
0: <laughs> technically you're a vet, I guess. In this world, <laughs> that, that's as close as you need to get.
2: Uh, feeding feeding an animal is part of health care because they gotta they they gotta eat to stay alive. Ergo, if you feed your animal, you are at least in part a
0: veterinarian.
2: Yeah. <laughs> make so, your own make your own laminate and put it up on your uh, wall if you feel the need.
0: So I guess we kind of come down to the home stretch of the movie here where like Will chokes out the the, the dude that rolls up on the bicycle, Javier. Like he's <laughs> like the chef or something like that, right? He, he just chokes that motherfucker to death. <laughs> then uh, they get in the RV and there's like this big showdown with all the the hippie scientists or whatever the fuck they are. They're all like climbing all over the RV, busting through the wind the windows. The door, and then Will and Christy, uh, like you mentioned earlier, eat like—is uh, it a pill? I don't know what the fuck it was. They just found something like this should work. Oh, oh there's only two. Yeah, it's I, like uh,
1: a grape <laughs> skittle. Yeah,
2: it's—it it doesn't make sense. A couple of skittles that were like left out in the sun and kind of congealed up a little bit, and uh, they, they, but they it, automatically look at this whole giant meth lab of an RV, see a couple things, and go like. Well, I certainly know what that is. Yeah, yeah. Let's take them. <laughs>
0: what? This will this will work out just fine. That's awesome. If Surely it was just...
2: this will this will work with all of the scientific background that we've got here as camp counselors. <laughs> yeah.
0: In a foreign country.
2: Yeah, in a foreign country, yeah. <laughs> you know nothing. You're just like, ah, hell. There's something on this plate here in this RV. Why don't you go ahead and take a bite of that, Steve? It makes you know, <laughs> yeah. I'll be worth. I,
0: I like the pain. idea that it's just M and M's, and then they just act like they have the the rabies. You know,
2: <laughs> ah! <laughs> I had no, couldn't tell them they were Reese's Pieces, yeah. so they just, just have to act real hard. <laughs> Maybe they won't touch you if, you, if you, if you if they buy your performance.
0: And then and then they end up eating Michelle, basically, right? Like yep. The they eat the things they they go rabid and like basically everybody just fucking turns on her because she's the only one that's still normal. And they basically fucking eat her, although I I thought Y'all it was a little... Y'all could have
2: given me half of one. What yeah, the hell?
0: At least it would have got you most of the way there, right? Enough <laughs> enough to get out of there, but no. Get the scent off of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The only, only cop-out I think there was there was that you didn't see her. Like, after whatever they had done to her, what they had done, I assume just, you know, tore her up, eat her flesh, whatever. <laughs> you didn't see her.
2: They just, like... That costs extra money, They wake up. Have any of those. They wake
0: up ne- the next morning with a hangover, and they... Just go over to the RV, and all you hear is flies. I think, like you know, you know, uh, oh God, what have we done? You know, <laughs> but, but we don't oh, get to yes, see it. We murdered, yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a cop out, but I'm sure that's all budgetary, right? Oh yeah. Like we said earlier in the in the plot summary, this all happens the night during the night before the camp the the kids at the camp arrive. So of course, right on cue, the fucking kids arrive, and then like. They're telling them, no, get the fuck, go back to the bus, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Mayhem. I gotta
2: wash my face in the, in the, in yeah, there's yeah, stri- <laughs>
0: <laughs> For whatever reason, the kids off the bus are going straight to a fountain. Like, this is like the one thing they couldn't wait to do is just stick their head in this fountain. No, get the fuck up, get, get away. And then the sprinklers cut on and they're doused in water. Then they, they go rabid. I
2: love how I love how they also like to me I, I thought that was just it's so much fun. The kids coming in there, they're splashing and they're having so much fun. Yeah. They're 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 loving it. They're just like, it is the best day of their life splashing this water and it's gonna lead to just horribleness. Yeah. And I'm like, that is so great. Yeah, and they're just like
0: basking in it too. They're just like, Yeah, yeah, like, That's so yeah, oh, yeah. The yeah. opening their mouth my and like, ah. nah, I'm eat your face off. <laughs> but of course they Christy and Will get chased to the woods. Uh, and Christy kills herself, basically, right? She just runs into a this weird tree stump limb thing. Which, by the way, when you think back,
2: do do this, do this as an experiment, anybody? This is um, this will make you go like, "Wow, the human mind is very fragile and uh, and scary." W- w- walk somewhere. I don't care if it's like your neighborhood where you know there's like no cars, like a little back road or something, or down a really wide hallway with you know nothing on your left and right. Close your eyes and start walking. See how many steps you get before you start getting scared. It yeah. is shockingly <laughs> light. Yeah. So, you're like that trust thing that they're doing at the beginning where you're running, not only like, like again. I, I do i have the thing at work where there's like you know the the projection booth upstairs is a good like you know 15 20 feet wide there's nothing on either side you close your eyes and walk i'm still i know that there's nothing that's gonna get me and as long as I stay in a fairly straight manner i'm okay but like five steps in you're like hell no you put that in the woods and add sharp shit to it forget about it yeah but at the same time t- too like how could you not be a better person to be you know guiding this person along to feel like Let's stay away from the things where they're not, you know, sharp sticks pointing at someone's chest where they could walk into. and you I did kn- like how it at least came around at the end at the at I was the about to here. say, you knew this
0: had to come around at some point, like, you know. Somebody um, was
2: going to get stabbed yeah, at some point. Yeah, because I
0: think they even alluded to it, obviously, at the beginning, during that little trust session thing. But, like, I think there was even another moment somewhere in there when they're running around the woods that somebody almost runs right into that, right? And then they they stop just short something like that but but then,
1: da, 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 yeah, yeah.
0: but yeah she <laughs> she basically runs in and kills herself and then uh will he goes down as he's being chased he basically just goes down punching he just <laughs> he goes down beating the shit out of children that that's how he you assume he dies cuz that's, uh, that's that's him.
2: how i want to go yeah. beating the hell out of <laughs> <Yeah>. kids <laughs> just a bunch of kids coming up and just just you know I can't feel like a big man a lot of times in life, but if a whole bunch of little zombie kids are coming at me, I will get a little bit of a satisfaction yeah. on just on killing the <laughs> hell out of them.
0: I always knew it would end this way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mama said it on purpose every <laughs> single night. <laughs> I've been training for this since day one. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, then right during the I don't know how far into the credits you watch, but a couple minutes into the credits, you hear a radio report on the incident. Like, oh, it's it's not necessarily a cut scene, but it kind of is like once the main credits start to roll, you hear something like uh, basically a bunch of children, you know, went batshit crazy and a bunch of other people and people are dead. And then it just kind of fades off. So, like, there is some recognition that people know about this and hopefully maybe they're able to stop it, I guess. But, yeah.
2: We want to make a sequel. You don't have to cost that much money. (laughs) It's in Spain. Just put a little bit
0: of audio in the credits. That'll that'll leave enough breadcrumb trail to get there.
2: They they want it. This is this is their this is their MCU moment. This is their <laughs> Nick Fury popping up and saying, I need to talk to you about the Avengers initiative, yeah. but you can't get Sam Jackson. So you just put a little bit of audio trailer <laughs> then, in, the, in the credits.
0: And then at the end of the credits.
2: Uh, and it's summer. only seven years later at this point. You don't know. They could be they could have another. They might be James Cameron in this bad boy up. You don't know. <laughs>
1: Then
0: for some reason at the end of the credits, Skeletor jumps out of the water. I'll be back.
2: See <laughs> you next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> what?
0: Uh, so it yeah, it's
2: exactly what we wanted.
0: So yeah, there, there you go. That's uh, summer camp from 2015. Adam, you're the guest. I guess we'll, we'll we'll let you go first. What's your thoughts and what's your your final thoughts and your star rating on it?
2: Uh, and we're out of five, right? Yep.
0: Yep. Zero okay. to five. Um, uh, five being say like reanimator, I think is like
2: one of the highest ones we've ever had. So that's kind of kind of the scale. Uh, for me, overall, I gotta say, I was, I was surprised for a for a 2015 effort about kind of a zombie rage virus sort of thing going on in a summer camp. Um, I, I was shocked. I was shocked at how decent that it was. Like I said, um, the cinematography was surprisingly decent. The s- score is kind of unremarkable, but at least it's not you know it doesn't stick out like a sore thumb or anything. Um, visuals and gore wise, it's it, it's good enough. For for what it is, again with the with the budget and everything that we're working with here, it's not that bad. Acting is is so so. It's 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 fine in some points, a little bit uh, sketchy in others. But overall, I I gotta say, and I I love all I can think of is. This girl looks like Rashida Jones the entire time. Looks like a white Rashida Jones. Yeah, yeah. The haircut, (laughs) like the outfits and everything. She's really cute. But like, I was just like, this girl looks like like," she walked in saying, give me the Rashida Jones look. And they did. (laughs) Uh, But overall, I got to say, I was was surprised for it. Not bowled over. I don't know that, you know, I'll be rolling back to it at any particular time soon. But I'm going to give it a three out of five stars just because it was like. Uh, much better than I feel feel that this particular movie had any right to be while never exceeding to that fantastic level.
1: Donnie, what do you have to say? Yeah, you know, like I mentioned previously, there's not really much of a hook. Um, you know, kind of lost me in the first, you know, 15, 15, 20 minutes. Not really setting itself apart. As far as, you know, things I did like, um, it's not entirely clear what they are. Uh, whenever they turn, uh, whether they're you know zombies or you know uh, rap yeah, they're rabid. We know they're rabid, but like, it's not entirely clear if they're are they still, I don't know, are they, do they have some sort of like dog or wolf in them? It's it's not clear. So it, it but. It Donnie wants is, to
2: know if he can train them to like work at a Denny's. Yeah, oh,
1: Jesus. <laughs> no, like oh, you're almost works, smart
0: enough to work as, at a Denny's. As long so as you, long as, as they
2: make you make sure they have their glasses, you're you're good. Yeah, oh,
1: Jesus. Yeah, no, I think it. I think it kind of works in his favor. So I, I did kind of like that. It, it wasn't, uh, you know, it, it's not entirely clear specifically what they are, so you can't really hold them to any sort of, you know, tropes.
2: That's um, how that's how I like to work. It's just called, uh, you know, it could be whatever. There are no rules.
1: No yeah, rules. <laughs> up, up for uh, interpretation, I guess. Hmm. Um, but uh, no, I did. I did kind of like uh, how we mentioned previously. Uh, um, it is kind of interesting how they were able to, you know, turn and then also turn back. Um, but I gotta say, I hated the camera shakes. Uh, I don't. I don't see why that's fucking necessary. Uh, it was. So,
2: there was a lot of that, really, just to kind of do look at shit. all the production value and everything, and like make make, make sure that you, you think things are a lot more intense and realistic yeah. and all this sort of stuff that's going on, and, and it it rarely works super well.
1: Yeah, I hate that shit. So that that uh, factored all all of it kind of factored into my rating. Um, I'm at uh, two and a quarter stars
0: myself. I, I two and a quarter. Yeah, I think I'm about the same. Honestly, and that's that's more based on like some other movies that we've seen. You know, kind of my scale. Really, you know, to be fair to some other movies, I know that's not entirely how you should judge things, but that's you know, I, I kind of got my scale. So, um, mm. I didn't want to go too high, but you know, I, I think uh, it it, w- it surprised me. It was it was more enjoyable than I thought it would be. You know, not knowing anything, of course, going in, versus when I no. started watching it. I didn't know anything, clean slate. I start watching it, and like you said, nothing happens that really grabs your attention in that first 10 or 15 minutes. But I think once it gets going, you know, past, say, like, the dude pissing on the bumper. and the <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, you know, like, once you get past, say, that moment with the rabid dog, and they have to put it down and everything, and it kind of it ramps up pretty quick after that. It, caught, it It kept my attention, you know, and it's unique enough. And, and I think for these kind of movies, that's about all you can ask for, to be honest with you,
2: you know, some low-budget. Uh, flick like this so yeah sometimes um, you just like try your your best not to suck as long as you don't suck super hard like i'm kind of okay with it because yeah yeah like with with like hmp after a while with superhero films you do get to the point where and then you you guys certainly know this with like you know horror films yeah Is that you're going to get to a point where it's just like there? We're just scrolling through the dregs of society right here, and like you're just going to have to bite one every now and then. And Lord knows we have to do that enough. And uh, guys, pick the the toughest genre because there's more of that than there is just about, about anything else. That.
0: And I think we've <laughs> and I think we've done pretty well in the nearly four years we've been doing this to stay away from some of the really bad shit. We've had our, we've had a handful. That's for sure. Well, here's, here's
2: uh, my, my suggestion to anyone that does podcasts and stuff where you have to go through and uh, and start looking at some uh, sloggy sort of stuff is uh just do them. Do them intermittently. Get them out there because you will, if you're not careful, you're going to get to a thing where you've gone through so much of your uh, catalog of all the things that you would imagine that, you know, would easily be able to do. And then you're like, oh, oh, God, all we have is crap now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we, have to,
2: oh, we have to sift through all of this crap. Yeah. Parse your crap out yep. over whatever. <laughs> we
0: yeah we we <laughs> Do have. It yourself.
2: We, yeah.
0: I think we basically the same thing. We have intentionally kept some of the 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 really good ones in our pocket. You know the the yeah. ones we know we're gonna love. You know there's not gonna <laughs> be much you know dissension among us. You know those are kind of still in the pocket. So we'll always have those to go to. But yeah, we, we like to sprinkle these in, and this isn't one of them, in my opinion. This isn't one of the. The really crappy ones. This is uh, somewhere in the middle.
2: And that's yeah, fine. And, and that's fine. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, like, I, I, you you don't feel, you don't feel like, I, I mean, maybe not that you wasted your time, but you don't feel like you were cheated out of your time, I suppose. You just kind of end it and go, like, that's all right. Yeah. Could have been a lot worse. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially for us here recently. We've had a couple. We've had a couple of turds here for Camp Spook Show, so... <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, it, it, it's, I'm not going to necessarily say it's a breath of fresh air, but it's fine. And that's that's good. That's good. I'll take that. So I wasn't disgusted. Yeah. <laughs> Just your picture with the thumbs up yeah, on the good. back of the DVDs. <laughs> Approved. Man, says Josh. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, like I said earlier, Will and uh, the professor are not here to give the kill count uh, and the gore score and the ratings and everything. We'll get that as soon as they get back. Uh, but Donnie's here, so we'll go ahead and toss to him.
2: Connections. <laughs> <from> the <crit. laughs>
0: <laughs> the ten-minute crip
1: keeper laugh. Yeah, it just yeah, seems so, it uh,
0: never gets longer, but it just feels like it every time. I don't know. You
1: know, know <laughs> man. Like I work a uh, work a second job where I do uh, like deliveries. I I had actually changed my. Uh, my notification tone to this crypt keeper laugh <laughs> but I forgot about it. Mm. And I go up to do a delivery and like sun's down, you know, it's like and then uh, I get a text from uh, uh, I get a text and it comes through ah! and I was like, ah!
0: Yeah at dark it's quiet. Oh god yeah, it scared yeah, the shit yeah, out of me. You just hear the Crypt keeper <laughs> uh, Oh
2: God. And uh, I had an alarm go off that was uh <laughs> yeah that was a Cypress Hill song and I'm just like um <laughs> <laughs> that was that alarm is meant for other <laughs>
0: that It's mean, meant for other things, but you know, don't worry about yeah, it.
2: Shit. I mean, like, oh no, that's not not at ten o'clock in the morning. It's just that that happened to be the last that never there's that's yeah, yeah. too <laughs> much
1: explanation. I'm sorry. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, scare the shit out of me. But uh, yeah, so uh we talked we talked talk previously about uh uh Jocelyn Donahue being in uh, Doctor Sleep. Um, that was one connection for uh this and then also Kat. Ca- ca- I guess maybe kind of a surprising connection. Uh, Peter Safran, uh, producer of uh, a lot of the um, uh, the Conjuring universe, mm-hmm. um, he ties back to our previous episode: Annabelle, uh, Annabelle creation, Annabelle comes home, uh, the Conjuring, um, the Conjuring Two, and uh, the Devil Made Me Do It, as well as the Nun,
2: the Flip Wilson story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the devil made me do it.
2: When I was
0: reading off the production companies earlier, and we said with participation of the Saffron Company, what exactly the fuck does that mean? They give them, they give them ten dollars and a pack of Jolly Ranchers or something to to help <laughs> We'd them out. Like
2: and to sa- participate in your film, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah. and they're like, oh, okay, okay, oh, you can participate cool. in this
1: film, sure. Cool, Peter Saffron. Little uh, rabid handy.
2: an <laughs> awful <laughs> shame something happened to these cameras. Yeah. In like one of those situations. <laughs> Uh, we we think you, we can put you in for a couple points. You're right, you can. Go right <laughs> you,
0: ahead. You will. You will. So, yeah, anyways, there we go. So next week, here on the Spook Show, we are going to have episode 120. Uh, it's kind of where we usually slot the Spook Show spotlights. I don't know if we'll exactly call it that because it's more of just a wrap-up of Camp Spook Show. So I think we'll just call it Camp Spook Show wrap-up episode. We'll kind of go back through everything that we've done this summer. Uh, you know, talk about the best, talk about the worst kind of uh like I said earlier put a big bow on it and then uh move on to bigger and better things right after that. Uh it's Will's mm. choice in the rotation the week after that for episode 121. So uh we'll be announcing that pretty soon as to what he's going to choose and um if he if he lands on what I think he's going to land on, he kind of gave me a hint. It's a big one. We were just talking about having one of the good ones, you know, the good ones and the mm. bad ones. This is one of the good ones in the back pocket. So um All right. The, uh, the, race to the month of October begins, uh, as soon as we wrap up the camp spook show festivity. So lots, lots going on. So, uh, yeah, Adam, we appreciate you coming on, man. It's been a, it's been a blast. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. And hopefully this will lead to bigger and better things. We've talked about, you know, maybe doing something a little bit bigger down the road with you and your oh, guys. yeah. Once, you once and we your guys get, get
2: all the stuff, uh, uh, all the stars aligned and everything yeah, uh, we're, we're going to have some interesting stuff. Cause I uh, like, I, it's. One of those. I'm. Thank God, my season is just kind of starting to wind down a little bit, so I can take a breather and have the, the the summer movie season is over, so right. I I can uh, I can breathe a little bit and we can uh, come up with something. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll have some uh, good crossover stuff here in the future. To
0: be yeah, sure. yeah. So that's what we call in the biz a tease. Ooh. So uh, ho- hopefully, uh, we, we can uh on the bigger and better things all together. So, um, yeah, we appreciate you being on. Hopefully, uh, you'll be back on soon. And like I mentioned, uh, Will and Smoke. Uh, hopefully they will be back, uh, if not next week, the week after, you know, we'll kind of get the band back together and, uh, Mm. uh, move on to the big October push. We've got the uh, second annual spook show awards coming up at the beginning of October. And then we've got our fourth anniversary show on Halloween. So lots of, lots of cool stuff coming up. So, um, lots of stuff in between too, as well. So, uh, for Will and for the professor smoke who could be with us, Donnie and for Adam, we are the all American spook show podcast and we'll talk to you next week. Uh, it's now 9.30, and that's lights-out time, 9.30, as you know.
1: Tomorrow is Parents' Day, and you must look rested, or Morty will be sent to the state penitentiary.